0: Hi, my name is Martin Whelan, and today I'll be talking to you about accessing, which is a chapter in The Inevitable by Kevin Kelly. The first thing we need to ask is, what is accessing? Accessing is the belief that in the future you will not own anything, but you will have access to everything. The examples of these services today are Google, which has a cloud service called Google Drive, which allows you to upload your data and numerous other things online. This removes the need for a hard drive within your computer, And I believe they've created a uh, Chromebook, which is literally built for this purpose. It doesn't have a lot of hard drive space and relies mainly on cloud services. Amazon also has Kindle Unlimited, which lets you access a vast library of books without actually owning any of them. You just pay your subscription fee per month and you'll get all of this. Uber has a taxi service, which owns no vehicles. People just use the app, sign up as a driver, and thus they become an Uber uber taxi even bosairn is an example because it gives you transport as a service although it's not in the same category as the, as the rest of these uh, examples the important topics within this uh, chapter is dematerialization which is basically getting making making something for less so an example would be how a lot of companies today are going paperless where they're using emails or using online banking and such instead of handing out actual paper pay slips or set, like giving you your information via paper, uh, the smart technology accelerates this. For example, Spotify removes the need for physical CDs in your car radio. Uh, a lot of these uh, services are subscription-based uh, and work off a model called software as a service. Uh, The Adobe Suite now is an example of this, where they give you the entire Adobe products for a subscription per month, instead of paying flat amounts of like a thousand quid for each individual package. Uh, Other important topics include real-time on-demand, which is access is getting way closer to delivering new things in real time. In other words, people don't want to wait. Uh, Uber is an example of this, where it finds the closest driver to you, and then will assign that person to you so you're not end up waiting 10-15 minutes you'll end up with a taxi immediately nearly and this is because people people today are getting too used to wanting things now and not expected to wait like the fastest time being instant is the only thing that is acceptable the downside with this is what happens in an outage what happens when this say electricity goes or the internet stops working then people will no longer have these services as they don't have physical copies of of these uh, devices and thus can't listen to music, say, if you primarily use Spotify, or you can't access your data if all of it's on the cloud. It's like, what is the failsafe in, in, uh, in place of this? Uh, other mentions include decentralization, which is uh, an example of this would be Bitcoin, where a bank is not needed to verify a transaction. It goes t- to the public, where they mine a blockchain. So this removes the need for one place or multiple places to do the work. Instead, it's moved to public, and everyone can chip away at We get something called Platform Synergy, and uh, this, would, this is uh, corporate giants such as Apple, Facebook, Microsoft, and Google, who employ third-party vendors to increase the value of their platform. So Facebook isn't just uh, a place, a social media place. It now has games, image sharing, video sharing, and multiple other things. Microsoft is no longer just a software developer. They now have the Microsoft Store where you can buy games and other assets on it. Google you can, is just huge. I don't really know what else to say. It has numerous things on it. And you have plugins for Chrome, which makes your time using Google Chrome easier and that's just a small example. And clouds are getting much, much bigger. Uh, Netflix is movies, Spotify is music, uh, like Now TV, uh, Google Drive are all different examples of movies, music, TV and storage. And they're all available online and easy to access for people. What I thought of the chapter overall was it was quite interesting and it felt true to where society and technology were going. Although there is a heavy emphasis on the need of internet or connection or electricity or these kind of main things. And it's estimated that these trends will continue unbated for the next 30 years, but it didn't look into what's needed to develop, to allow these services to develop. Like good internet connection is required for a lot of these services and not everyone has that yet. So ultimately the country has to keep up with this to allow this technology to develop. It needs to build these frameworks. Uh, for the next 30 years, which I believe they are trying and hopefully they can stay on top of that uh, If the service goes down everyone loses access uh, As opposed to losing a CD you lose access it like the the chapter doesn't really mention the negatives of Everyone going towards this sort of model like if I if if my internet I can't connect to the internet I can't listen to music and then I'm only going off of whatever music I have with me, Which might not be a lot and that's just one example uh but yeah, overall it was uh, uh an interesting chapter and it's accurate to the time that I'm reading reading this. Uh some of the sources I used in in researching this was uh, uh an article online by Boing Boeing, which is in the future you will own uh, own nothing and have access to everything. Uh I also looked at a book review by Baskar Chak Vorti probably saying that wrong and uh, he talks about how we are understanding the 12 technology or he just gives a book review of the the book the inevitable understanding the 12 technological forces that will shape our future and of course he used kevin kelly's the inevitable once again this is martin Whelan talking about the inevitable accessing a chapter within kevin kelly's book